folks. I think it's working. It was uh, old internet's playing up today, unfortunately. But uh, let's see if we've got uh, things happening here. Let me know in the chat, team. Morning. Welcome to Wealth Coffee Chat. There's James. If you didn't already know, Jason Witten's my name. Welcome, folks. Good to see you. You're the early birds uh, here on this marvellous Monday. Marvellous Monday. A couple of people behind the veil. Good to see you. Uh, it's usually because you're in one of our mentoring groups, which is the private group on Facebook, folks. So uh, whoever you are, great to have you here. It looks like uh, things are up and running now. So uh, good to see you, folks. I hope your weekend was awesome. Chris is there too, mate. How are you? Great to see you. Quick intros, like I said before, Jason Witten, my name. We do this show each morning, 10 past 8. If you're new, if you're one of our newer clients or you've stumbled across us somehow, uh, welcome. This is where we get together each weekday and uh, have a conversation, uh, a coffee chat, grab a coffee, sit down and have a bit of a pontification and opinionation. Uh, maybe talk about some facts and some stats and some tactics and some ideas about the idea of property investing. So if that's you, hang around. If you're new, let us know in the chat uh, where you're coming in from. We've got people from all over and uh, often from different parts of the world as well. So wherever you are, welcome along. Good to see you. Let's get into it. Uh, like I said last week, folks, didn't uh, didn't do the Wealth Coffee Chat on Friday. We had a bit of a business wealth day where we launched um, a program called the Onramp and uh, which our business owners had to get themselves organised for creating wealth. A little bit different to the PAYG world, um, but uh, all the same. We're going in the same direction. But today I thought we'd do part two, ladies and gents, folks, on what we were uh, getting up to last week. Talked about uh, maybe kicking off the year with uh, an overview of our strategies, our, our system of wealth when it comes to real estate and real estate investing. Amber, got your coffee, good to see. Um, and talk about those steps and stages. Last week, we, we talked about the idea of where are you now? The idea if you're starting or even at the start of the year, which is always important, uh, doesn't really matter um, if you're a beginner or you're seasoned. You should always know financially, uh, economically, uh, strategically, uh, goal-wise, where you are in your journey and what your next step is, what you're up to. And it's uh, always a good chance at the beginning of the year to reset that. Uh, and also uh, maybe uh, if you're brand new, lock it down for the first time uh, seriously and get it done. Stephen, good morning. Jeff, good morning to you. So last week, if you go back and have a look, we did the where are you now, all right? The idea of let's say your borrowing power, your equity, uh, your dollars and cents, your knowledge, um, and uh, and so on. We talked about uh, making sure that that's in the can. That's where you want, uh, you know, where you are. Uh, and today we're going to dive into, hey, where do you want to be? What idea, what thing, how many properties? We talked about that uh, briefly last week. How many properties do we need? We, uh, we talked about uh, the income that you want generated from your properties, your rental income from the rent, you know, what would it take? And uh, many, many of you last week um, shared some numbers in the chat. And those numbers ranged anywhere from 
let's call it on average, $100,000 to $200,000. So let's do this today. Some of you have seen this before. Some of you have seen uh, this as we go. If you're in our mentoring and coaching program, um, if you want $100,000, if you want $100K in passive income, you know, what's it going to take? What would it take to create $100,000 of passive income um, in the world of property investing? So let's have a look, you know, um, and uh, we put in here uh, from a calculation point of view, when we calculate this, 5%, okay, 5% income, 5% income. So who knows the numbers? Put it in the chat if you know the numbers. Get involved. Um, some of you already know these numbers. So I call this the need uh, section. This is the section. This is how much I need, all right? Um, this is what I need to, uh, as a minimum, to get uh, out of a rat race and into uh, living off some passive income. Um, you know, what's the calculation here? How many properties or the dollar amount in dollars, put in the chat, folks, dollar amount would we need to create if we had a 5% income generated from our rental income, how many properties would that look like, okay? Well, the math works out like this. If you're into understanding the math, you go 5%, um, or you go $100,000, 100000 divided by 5%, and that will give you, folks, $2 million bucks. So $2 million worth of real estate, okay? And by and large, in this day and age, that is between three and four investment properties, right? Probably closer to three these days, you know, with a six, sometimes even two, you know, depending on uh, the type of investment that you're up to, right? So three to four investment properties, $2 million worth of real estate. Now, for everyone sitting at home, that is a very, 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 like unbelievably achievable number, right? But if you wanted to spice it up a little bit and you wanted a an extra 50K, you want 150K of passive income, what might that look like, all right? So that's another million dollars worth of real estate over here, another mil, right? And that's probably another one to two properties. Now, we're talking about the acquisition. We're talking, and I'll, I'll put this in the acquisition, um, uh, the, the timeline in a second, acquisition consolidation lifestyle. But we're talking about, you know, Minimum momentum to get started, three to four investment properties, right? If you want to sort of keep that sucker going, you know, another one to two. Let's say we wanted to achieve that $200,000 income, that passive income coming into our world, um, you know, another 50K. Well, really, team, folks, um, the idea is pretty straightforward, right? You guys are seeing the, the theme here pretty pretty easily. You know, it is another million um, and another one to two properties. So at the end of the day, if we look at it and we go, right, what's it going to take? What's it going to take me? It's going to take between, you know, five to six properties as an investment portfolio, five to six properties, anywhere from, you know, three to four million of real estate over here to make that happen. That's totally 100% doable. As you go through the acquisition of your portfolio, how many properties? Now, a lot of people talk about, we'll talk about this in a second, uh, what's, what's the best property and all this sort of stuff? Well, 
that debate has raged on for hundreds and hundreds of years, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. But what's the thing we're missing here? You know, this is great. Okay, that seems simple, Jason. Buy five or six properties, you know, acquire them over, let's say, the next seven to ten years, um, if that's possible with your momentum and income and, and so on. Um, you know, then what? Then what? What, what, are we, what are we missing here, folks? Chuck it in the chat. What's the thing that's missing in this very simple description um, when we talk about this, all right? And the, the thing is we talk, we're, we're missing the interest rate, right, the cost of the interest, okay? This is the income and it's not the positive cash flow, folks. Don't get confused with the passive income that you're creating from assets that you own. Yeah, and time for sure, Chris. Uh, the difference, the difference uh, is your positive cash flow, okay? So, and this is where as investors, we need to get our heads around and understand, you know, the things uh, the things that we need to concentrate on and when they can land. So some of you have seen this before, and I'll show it again, which is pretty normal um, in this world, acquisition consolidation lifestyle, right? So how does it work? What 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 in strategy land do we do here at Positive um, and uh, many of you are already doing with your coaches? Well, in the acquisition phase, this can last anywhere from five to call it 15 years. But what we what we do in the in these terms is kind of a, a zero to 20 year time frame. But that can last anywhere from five to 15 years, folks, follow, following along. So you get underway. You purchase your properties. You make that is the 100% focus in the acquisition period, right? The quicker you can get the acquisition done, folks, um, the faster the rest of the stuff happens. So it takes you some time. You buy your properties. Uh, and ultimately, over time, those properties over, let's say you buy $4 million worth of real estate, 15 years later or 20 years later, that $4 million is worth $8 million, right? Let's just say 20 years. $4 million worth $8 million, okay? Following along, hopefully everyone is, right? Now, the cash flow, folks, the cash flow for you is the gap between, let's say, the costs of this uh, and the cost and what's going on, right? So, and here at the beginning, it's negative cash flow. That's the gap. So you might have to put money in. You might have to use some tax deductions. You might have to do something to seed and feed this thing into the future. Now, sometimes, depending on how, how and what you purchase, your properties might be closer to neutral uh, cash flow or even positive cash flow, depending on how you build your portfolio. So, but what happens over time? Let's say in 20 years' time, let's say your $4 million, uh, acquisition is $3 million of debt, folks, even if we called it $4 million of debt, right? Even if we call it $4 million. Just call it you've, you've borrowed 100% because you used the equity. Over the next 20 years, what's going to happen, usually after the first 5 to 10, um, what happens with your mortgage? Well, eventually your mortgage starts to reduce. Why? Well, because uh, after five or ten years, the rents will go up and you can start to pay that, that debt off or not, but depending on your strategy. And this is where 
this is where we get some positive cash flow, right? Positive cash flow. Uh, that's where the passive income comes in, okay? And that's the cash flow you can actually, yep, debt reduces, assets appreciate. Not only the value goes up, awesome, Chris, but so too does your cash flow, folks. Your rents over here, let's say at that point in time, let's say at this point in time over here, colour shall we use today? Uh, let's say the rents um, over here uh, at 400 was, was 200K. You know, now over here, the rent's probably 300K. Okay? Now the rents don't go up in the history of rent appreciation. It's not as much as the capital value, but, you know, it might, but depends on your strategy. We'll talk about that uh, another time. But 200K of rental income turns into 300K of rental income in, let's say, 10 to 15 years' time. So your debts have gone down, your rents have gone up. Okay, let's put the rents in there. Um, you know, the rents have gone up like that. You know, fabulous, you know, happy days, right? So what are we looking at here? We've got positive cash flow from your properties now into the future. So you've got real cash flow. And this kind of first part here, this is the kind of part we all we all need to sort of be aware of. This 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 section here, let's call that the first, you know, five to you know ten years, depending on your, your uh, acquisition time frame. That's the part that maybe you have to put more in. That's where, that's where dollars and cents and time and effort and all that sort of stuff goes in, folks. You have to put it in, right? And over here um, is when you can start to receive, okay? This is when things can come out, okay? But don't be buying here in the first year. This is what I see all the time. This is, this is this, the craziness of, of the idea. You know, all of this acquisition, the, the upfront expense and cost and, and, and momentum and time to acquire your portfolio at the front, you bought, and then you're like, oh, you know, where's all my passive ca cash flow? Well, it's later, folks. This is the in time where you put all the effort in. This is the out time um, as we go, okay? So a few things, what happens over here, and this is, this is the part that I love. You know, once you get this done, you can, you can forecast this quite coolly, quite, you know, uh, accurately, and even with, let's say, you know, 3% rental growth and 5% capital growth, which is quite conservative um, into the future, it looks pretty special, folks, I'm telling you, right? Uh, a compounding growth over time. Now, over this side, the opportunity is now it's positive cash flow, so it could be producing 50, 60, 80, $100,000 positive cash flow in your pocket, right? 300K of income minus the expense of cash flow, okay? It's now producing an income which will continue. Here is the equity. Equity. The difference between debts and your, your, um, your views, okay? So let's say in 20 years' time, this 4 million... Uh, and we've got we've got software and spreadsheets for you to work this out, but I'm just following along. 
let's say that debt is two million, right? It's paid off half of its debt. The, the opportunity here is six million. Even if you call it five million, even if you call it four million, that's a lot of damn dough, folks, right? From five good investment properties. Call it four, you know, you could probably get there with three, okay? A, a, a good number like this as well, okay? That's the idea. That's the process, ladies and gents. Up front here, this is where effort and money and time goes in. Uh, and over time, you know, that between that 10 and 15-year period, we call it the consolidation period. You might, you know, you might reduce certain non-deductible debts. Um, you, might, you might renovate properties to get the rents up. There's all sorts of stuff you might do to accelerate things um, and, uh, and do that sort of stuff. And over here, folks, Tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to come back and we'll talk about the income engine. Income engine, okay? The idea that um, as you build your portfolio, you need to have uh, a diversified, we'll talk about tomorrow, diversified types of properties, diversified locations, and diversified income styles, okay? You know, we're going to talk about, you know, on average, this income style here might be, you know, between 50 and 80% of your portfolio. Uh, getting a 5%, you know, wake up every day, it's in your pocket type of income, right? This is what we call the weekly income. It's the most reliable income on the planet. You know, this is the monthly income. You know, what can you do over here? How can you get your rents to 6 to 10%, okay? Um, you know, how can you, what can you do to your properties to, to, to boost the rents. Um, so this is the buy and hold. This is the buy and hold section of uh, your portfolio. Now down here, this might be the active or sometimes <clears throat> what I would call the trading section. You know, how can you make down here, you know, 12 to, you know, 15%, you know, um, on a property style deal, a property deal. You know, and which one could you do that with? Um, and, our, and the next one over here, this is what I would call, you know, the high risk section, very active. You know, how can you make 15 to 30%, you know, on your portfolio? How do you take this $6 million worth of equity over there and put it to work in these two sections? Good question. Good question. Something I don't have time for today, but that's the idea as you build your portfolio, ladies and gents. You build your portfolio out. You've got your passive buy and hold active uh, income down here, and then you've got your active trading income if you want it. You don't have to. You don't ever have to do it, but as your equity and wealth increases, the ability for you to have that type of exposure in the world of property investing becomes a no-brainer, a no-brainer as you go. All right, there you go. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted today, folks. That's it uh, for today. Hopefully that was uh, useful. Uh, it's a bit of a sort of refresher for some of you. I know that for a fact. Um, but for, let's say, some who are new, then, uh, you know, this is the idea. This is the plan. We have our stages, the three stages of investing. Um, and uh, you, you, you've got to know how to behave in each of those stages, folks, right? what to do as we go along. So 
Anyway, we're going to continue to sort of jump into these sections in 15, 20-minute bits over the next few weeks. So join me tomorrow for another one, ladies and gents. Great to have you here today. Thanks for joining. You guys know the drill. There's one or two sayings around here. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint, folks. You guys know the drill. It takes time to make this work. And um, so stick with it. Stick with it. Uh, the hardest part is at the beginning. The hardest part of this is those first two to three properties, that probably first three to five to seven years, right, uh, as you go. So thanks for dialing in. Karen, awesome. Thank you. Uh, Stephen, Chris. Uh, and Jeff, all of those who are on right now, great to have you here, folks. All right, see you tomorrow. Take care. That's it from me. Bye for now.